0: This is Tim Howard, the host of Reflect the Life You Want. I'm especially excited today. I have a very special guest, Jen Keller. She is a wife. She's a mother and an entrepreneur, and I'll allow her to tell us more about all the things she's got going on. But Jen, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, Tim, so much. Thank you for having me, and thank you for all that you're doing to put good out into the world. Um, I'm excited to, to be here with you today and have some conversation that. Uh, I know will bless bless others, and I hope that it does. Um, but yes, yeah, so I, I am a wife. My husband and I just I uh, celebrated our twelfth. Year anniversary, congratulations! Uh, last weekend, thank you. Um, so that was that was awesome. That's amazing, and we have three beautiful children. They are in all different seasons of life. So Garrett, my husband, and I are constantly just you know shifting gears to be the best parents that we can. Um, and then yeah, I'm I'm an entrepreneur, so I'm blessed to have spent the last fifteen years of my life uh, in the insurance space, uh, representing a, a company that many of you all have probably heard uh, and seen, AFLAC. Uh, So I have uh, my own regional agency here in Western Kentucky. Um, And our uh, our footprint really does branch into Southern Indiana and into Tennessee. So we're really out helping business owners uh, be their best and and have something different than the next business down the road um, and you know protecting people There, there's so much exposure in today's world uh, financially and then also you know through out of pocket expenses that our health insurance doesn't cover um, mm. so I've really enjoyed making an impact through my business in that sense um, and uh, my husband and I have a property management company we're about to launch an Airbnb and we're really mm. excited about that um, and And then the company that's just really been the most recent blessing for us is uh, Redbird Press. And that's a a lifestyle and routine company. Um, You know, God really put uh, a calling on my heart uh, and I just ran with it. And I know we'll we'll talk a little bit more about that today, but uh, I really love being able to take ministry into the marketplace. And uh, we're able to do that in, in all of our different businesses that we have.
0: That's awesome! Thank you for sharing some background for our listeners. Yeah, yeah I think um, I first became aware of who you are. I was listening to my co-author Maria Spears and her co-host, your friend Mary Catherine Wathan, from up in the Owensboro, Kentucky area. Yes. And you were a guest to the. They were kind of giving us like these little teasers about this stuff that Jen's getting ready to do, <laughs> but you shared a quote that day that just kind of really wowed me and just really touched me. In fact, Maria and I had talked about that subsequently to that saying, oh, that's so cool. So I wondered if you would share what you had said that day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I know that. That was so exciting. You know, first and foremost, I love MK and I love Maria. They are just wonderful people. Um, but being able to kind of just talk to, you know, and you just look back and you think, Oh my goodness, I remember that podcast. And that was before (laughs) we launched everything. Gosh. Yes. But the quote that really inspired me and that I think really just lights a fire, uh, on other people, the thing that you want, but can't find is the thing you're being called to create.
0: Mm. And uh, say it yeah, again, that was, say it again. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. The thing that you want, but can't find is the thing you're being called to create.
0: So true. And when I heard that, I was just like, ah, it just really touched me because Maria and I were in the midst of, uh, you know, collaborating our book project and we were talking about different things. But it was like, you know, one of the things that, she and I talk about in coaching a lot, oftentimes this is, is, you know, what are the desires of your heart? So it's like, you know, what has gifts and talents has God placed within you that are meant to be shared with the world? And you had this Mm -hmm. calling for something, couldn't find it on your own. So you stepped into creating it and now you're blessing many other people Mm -hmm. with it. So that is so cool. Can you share with our listeners? What is, what did that all bring about?
1: Yes, Uh, so so God had had me on a spiritual journey, and I didn't even know it. Um, You know, just kind of you know a little uh, background on that journey. Um, I um, I was running around a little crazy for a while. (laughs) I was trying to be all the things to all the people and do all the things. You know, and I think with good intention in mind, like I just really wanted to grow something. I wanted to have something. I wanted to be somebody, Mm. and I found myself. In a time where maybe I was doing those things, but maybe not as present as the people that were the closest to me needed me to be. Mm. And I know that, you know, some of the listeners today can probably relate to that. You have this goal, you have this vision in mind, and you've just got to grind so hard and you've got to bring as many people with you in it that sometimes you get caught up in it. And, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, God, I think was like tapping me so many times, but I was on the hamster wheel. I couldn't hear it. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it. I wasn't making the enough time to really get into and, and develop faith. You know, I was going through the motions. I was going to mass every weekend, you know, thinking that that was, I was doing my due diligence and out. you know, mm-hmm. um, but you know, I, I read a book in 2020 that completely changed my life. And I, I really want to like talk to Robin Sharma, because it's like, I'm sure millions Uh. of people across the world have told him this, but I want him to know, like, you know, the 5 a.m. club, that book. Wow. And he wrote it in such a way that developing a routine and and mastery of, of life, was it was exciting you know like the visuals mm-hmm. that you know he would write and it was like the story that you were along for and then by the end of the book you're like I want to live that way you know mm-hmm. but my oldest daughter said something to me that stopped me in my tracks and I know I've shared this a lot with a lot of people but I was running out the door one night to a board meeting and she's like oh you're leaving where are you going and i'm like i have this board meeting i don't even remember what the board meeting is now that's that's how important that work was uh, <laughs> but she said she said well i think it's great that you're you're helping other people but we need you too mm-hmm. and you know it's like i'm proud of her for speaking her heart respectfully right
0: mm-hmm. but man
1: that hurt to hear it hurts yeah. so bad And I then started just being more aware of being inside of my life and not outside, you know, and Mm I I started seeing how chaotic it was in my home. Like it wasn't a place of peace. Like in the morning, I was like waking up just in enough time to get everyone out the door. We were usually running ragged. We were, you know, it was just chaos. And I thought, golly, like, I want to live different than this. And so Mm -hmm. you take what, what Jade, my oldest daughter said, and you take the 5am club, you take, you know, some of the wonderful people that I had, you know, around me and then blossomed in, okay, I want a morning routine. I've got to Mm -hmm. give myself some space every day to create a better version of myself for me, Mm -hmm. for, you know, for God, for all of the people I love and for everything else I was trying to do. Right. Mm -hmm. Because I really believe now. I know now that when you create space in the morning, your days expand. It is wild. You feel like you have more than 24 hours in the day because of all the things that you are able to do and the caliber of person you're able to do them in. And so um, I created my flow, right? My morning routine. I had (laughs) one. And then, you know, I went to a conference in in Owensboro, Kentucky at White Chateau. It's called Fuel. She has this conference every year. Definitely check her out. Suzanne White Cecil, um, White Chateau. But, you know, the the whole day, that quote that I just shared, the thing that you want but can't find is the thing you're being called create. Like it was sounding off in my head. Because Tim, Mm -hmm. when I would go out to do my morning routine, I would, I carried six books with me. Like I had all the books (laughs) to do all the things. And when we would travel, Garrett would be like, hey, get your book bag, you know? And it's like, you have all this stuff. And, and, you know, I would be in the middle of my day and I'd be thinking, okay, some hard stuff has just hit my desk. What was my... Mm -hmm. What was my scripture that I did devotion on this morning? Like, I really need that, mm. but I couldn't remember it. I'm a, I am have to write it all down kind of girl. And mm-hmm. so anyhow, literally the day after that conference, God put creating this guidebook on my heart. Mm. And I think the thing that, you know, people need to hear is like, sometimes when he puts things on our heart, we disqualify it. Because we think we're not qualified, (laughs) you know, because whenever I got that call, like the, the, the call, I was like, you, what, you want me to create a book? And it was strange because I hadn't had a lot of those moments yet. I didn't quite Mm -hmm. understand if like my mind was making something up or if it was God putting it on me and Mm -hmm. I'll never forget it. I mean, just the warmest feeling came over me. The clearest thoughts came to me and I literally got up, I got a notebook and I drew it out. Now it wasn't very pretty. Mm. I have some great people on my team <laughs> that have helped me put my thoughts to paper, um, but wow, it was it is a life changing moment, and that's where Project that's, You blossomed. Yeah, that's where it was born.
0: Well, I've, I'll hold up a copy. Got one one earlier version with me, and I've I've yes. used it some, and it's um, I've read. The Five AM Club by Robin Sharma, and I remember, you know, the first time reading it was like, and he's like, he writes it like this, almost like a parable. I don't know if you uh, mm. can think of it that way, but he, he writes this such a rich and vivid stories, and the characters that he creates are they're inspirational, yes. and, and they're real, they're authentic. They're they're, they're not just they're not like these fairy tale people necessarily. They're like, but they, they're kind of like figures of someone that we know, yeah like that we can relate to it's like, ah, that's a lot like this guy, or it's a lot like her. It's like, so it's like, there are these fictional characters, but there's like, they're relatable. And then it's like, you know, there's a lot of wisdom in what that character just said. And then it starts to resonate in your own heart and it starts to like, ah, I want that in my life. How can yes. I go do that? So I can, I can understand how the create the, um, the, uh, that calling was laid upon your heart. <laughs> 'Cause it's like it's like I don't have to do it because you've created it for me, Jen, so thank you. But <laughs> I'm imagining there's a, an incredible number of people that are starting to benefit by mm-hmm. the discipline. And can you just kind of share a little bit around, you know, with the, the structure of how you created this and what what the different things and why they're important to you and how they might benefit somebody else?
1: Absolutely, I, I mean, I have mine right here too with all my notes and all the things, um, yeah. you know, there's, there's a lot of science and, 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 um, there, spirituality and science is what created this book, you know? So mm-hmm. it wasn't like, you know, any of these ideas were things that I'm like, oh, you, you need to do this. Like the studies show, these are the things that really put us as our best version every day. And right. the thing that I try to live by is like, you know, any goal or any dream that you want to make habit or happen, you have to have the habits to do it. Mm-hmm. And so the mm-hmm. first part of the book is all about tracking habits. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I run a, a sales organization and, you know, we talk constantly about report the score, show the score, the score will change. And there's a scoreboard in everything that we do. It doesn't have to be sports. It doesn't have to be business. There's a scoreboard in everything. And if we want to make things happen, we have to do things in a repetitive way that compound for us. And what happens Mm. most of the time when people are trying to create a routine, they've got habits that compound against them. Right. Right? And and maybe they're like, this is my goal. Here's how I get there. And they're putting in the work, but they're not aware Mm -hmm. of the habits it takes to really build something. Mm So, so the habit tracker is, is all about the things that you want to make happen. And I will tell you, like, I have had, you know, the smallest things that make the biggest difference. That's the thing about life, right? The the smallest everyday things build the big difference. And, you know, like, My friends were starting to really, really get at me about washing my face, okay? Uh, I didn't used to wash my face before I went to bed. And they were like, do you? One of my friends was like, she was like, that's just gross, Jen. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, look at my pillowcase. There's makeup everywhere. Um, but then one of my friends said, you know that you like age like seven years every time, whatever. And I was like, oh gosh, okay. Well, you said something about aging and I'm getting older. I'm listening. And so I literally started tracking the habit Of washing my face at night. So, like, I I have an achiever heart. So, checking something off makes me feel good. Having that list, sometimes if it's not on my list, I'll write it so I can check it off and feel good about it. But, like, the habit factor. Yeah, it's like every day. What do I need to do to get to the next level? Right. Mm -hmm. And so washing Mm -hmm. my face, I would go in there and I would I would check it off. My daughter, my middle child, she um, she's dyslexic. And we found that out. Mm -hmm. Gosh, I guess it's been a a couple of years now. And so she has all these uh, AR points that she has to get at school. And Mm -hmm. for those of you all that know anything about dyslexia, you know, you can read a whole book, you know, or even a chapter, even a paragraph. And you don't even know what you just read right? Mm -hmm. So it's really important for her and I to read together because she can read some and then I can help. We can talk about what was just said and then she could take that test. I mean, she makes hundreds on these tests all the time. Mm -hmm. We have to have the habit of doing the reading every night because it takes us a little bit longer. And that's the Mm -hmm. thing we've learned. Like She can do anything. She just has to work a lot harder than a lot of people, right? Things that come Mm -hmm. natural to some people don't come natural to others. And if we Mm -hmm. build habits around that, you know, we we make them fireproof, right? And so reading for twenty minutes a night is a habit I check off with Addie Kate. Um, you know, dates with Garrett, you know, like we wanna have three date nights a month, at least three. We want one a week, but you know, sometimes you just you you gotta you gotta know that it's not always gonna be perfect. So, you know, drinking my water, you know, I wanna have 128 ounces a day of water, you know, like those things are the habits that I think sometimes we think Oh yeah, water. I'll just I'll carry my water jug around and I'll drink it. Well, will you? Because are you tracking it? Is there any accountability? And accountability mm-hmm. is the big word. We've got to be accountable mm-hmm. to ourselves. But if we can't see it, it's hard to measure it. So the habit tracker is important for that. And you track your habits monthly, so you're you're really mm-hmm. evolving into a, a, a another version of yourself every single month based on what you've been mm-hmm. tracking and developing. Um, That's awesome. You know then the yeah, then the book goes on to, to a weekly cadence. So every mm-hmm. week you have your your planner, if you will. Um, it's undated, mm-hmm. so you don't have to do any of our books in any kind of order. You know, you can mm-hmm. whichever cover you like, you start there. But the the point is that every ninety days you have a, you have a new book, right? Every quarter you're evolving into a new person. That's why we change the cover on the book as, as a visualization and a symbol of transformation. Um, mm. but this planner has been so important to me, Tim, like I am someone that is like that calendar. I live by the calendar. My kids have my, my, my electronic calendar on the, the counter at home at like, if it's not on the calendar. We don't go, <laughs> that's just the way it is. Um, because, you know, I'm just always making sure I'm trying to be efficient and effective, but this okay. gives me mental bandwidth. Because I write Mm. down the things I need to get done and want to get done or want to remember. And it's Mm. not tracking my time necessarily, but if I get it out of my mind and onto paper, then again, I can be a better version of myself because it's not bogging me down. You know, and so weekly, we're planning that.
0: Well, I know there's more to the journal itself, but something's coming up for me right now as you're describing it. So ahead of the show... I asked you to take a look at the Reflect the Life You Want is the name of this podcast, the theme of the mirror book that Maria Spears and I co-created together. And I asked you, which of those chapters of the Reflect Acrostic most resonated with you? And you said that the second E, or energize your thoughts towards what you intend to be, might be the one that was speaking to you the most. And just as you're talking right now about, you know, I'm imagining this internal transformation that has happened within you that you show up as a different woman to be your best self, to be your best wife for Garrett, to be your best mother for your children, to be your best um, self for your clients. But I'm a, just listening, at like a, you're talking about that transformation every ninety days to the next version of Project U. You, you've got this physical manifestation of all of these internal changes been going on. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering. What is it about that? Energize your thoughts towards that, which you intend to be, because you're doing the habits. A lot of things that I encourage people to consider when coaching, but what is it that you've seen transform within yourself uh, that is so different that has changed your life?
1: Uh, Well, I think the thing that that has transformed so much has been my mind. And I think we we transform our mind through our hearts, Mm. Um, you know, and I think that's pretty biblical, too. That's not original. I read that, you know, in in some of the scripture that I've studied. Um, Mm -hmm. But by being able to be present. I've been able to transform Mm. and I fall short, even with all the things that I do, but with, because of the things that I do, I have fail safes and Mm. I'm really just getting more out of life because I am where my feet are. And, you know, I can, I can start my day in a way that, that it compounds for me. You know, I'm starting in the word. I'm starting in prayer. I'm starting in silence, silence. How many people Mm. do not ever have silence? Right? Like you can't think, you can't, B, you can't get to know yourself if you're not alone and quiet with yourself.
0: I I believe so strongly that as well. I want to come back to something you just said because I don't okay. want to miss it. Okay. Because it's really, really important. So, And this is a, a gift for me from my friendship with uh, Maria Spears, my co-author, is this concept of presence. mm-hmm have now gotten to a whole different level of understanding and how both to be fully present but also understanding how that's come about. And you talked about early on around how you developing these morning routines has created time and that's expanded your capacity to be fully present because you're not necessarily distracted by the next thing. Right. Because you recognize that you have time. You've allotted time for this. You've set boundaries for these things so that you can be your best self for Garrett and your daughters, your clients. But you just said there a second ago, he says, I am where my feet are. I wonder if you could expand upon that idea for our listeners.
1: Sure. Yeah. Well, you, you got to think about um our, our minds racing. Like, you know, I don't know if, if, um, the, the video could, could, well, yeah, you can't see my screen. I'm like thinking, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, uh, the tabs that are open right now on Google Chrome on my, on my desktop, right? Like that's our minds. Like you think of how mm-hmm. many tabs we can have open at any time and how we're always racing towards the next thing, or the to do, who we're trying to be, what we're trying to keep up with, right? Mm -hmm. And and being where my feet are for me is just fully being in the moment. Mm. Listening, setting, being and you know I hear a lot of people talk about how multitasking is a skill. Mm. And I don't I don't know if I, I I don't believe that it is, but I could totally be wrong. Because I think about when we're multitasking all the things we're missing of where we, where we, where we are and what we're doing right Mm -hmm. now and how every time we start something new, how long it takes for our minds to catch up to that. And and I think, I think I read somewhere, it's like every time when you're multitasking and you start something new, it takes 20 minutes for your, for your thoughts, your minds and your abilities to catch up to that next, next task. Mm -hmm. And it's like. Holy cow, if you're doing like seven things at once, think about that. We're not being effective. We're not being efficient. But also, I believe when we're present, God shows us the way. Mm. He shows us what's Mm. next. He shows us what's most important. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where I was missing his calling for a while because I, Mm. I wasn't present enough to hear it. You know, mm. I, wasn't, I wasn't asking the right questions. I wasn't in the right spaces. And one thing, and I'll, I'll just, and I hope I'm answering your question, but oh, one thing absolutely. that I started doing was praying over my calendar. Mm. Every Sunday when I sat down to look out at what the week ahead is and looks like, I, I say, God, please, please look at my calendar and and move things around as you see fit. Put me where you need me to be. Mm. And every single time something moves around, I'm open, I'm present to looking for the good in that move. Mm -hmm. Where before I would be just so frustrated, you know, Mm -hmm. maybe upset with the person that didn't plan well. So they had, to, (laughs) you know, like finding all the things, but that's not even what it's about, right? Like if I, if I'm truly believe that he puts me where he needs me to be every moment of the day the impact comes no matter where I'm at.
0: Absolutely. And that's
1: how we build his kingdom. You know,
0: absolutely. You said that uh, when I actually look at the reflect across it to another element of it, that seemed to speak to you and it's kind of coming through right now. I don't know if you're even aware of it, but um, you know, this first D is to each day reflect on what you're grateful for already. And what I'm hearing in your voice and what you're talking about is that your ability to have made this shift in how you're living life and how you're showing up and by, you know, seeking God's will in all that. I'm imagining you're incredibly grateful for that in and of itself. Mm -hmm. But just like you said, you talked about, you know, the person who maybe didn't plan as effectively and things have shifted. You're seeing the opportunity of that as opposed to being uh, frustrated by it. It's like life happens for me, not to me is a different state of mind. It's more of a state of mind related to being grateful for, the opportunity is more of an abundance. I wonder if you can speak to that.
1: Yeah, I think that when we focus on what we have, what we have becomes enough, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and that concept in itself, you know, we keep talking about things expanding, you mm-hmm. know, when when you can go into your day and you're grateful for the people that you have and the things that you do then the opportunities of those things and the ability to impact just, just grows, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it's the simple things. Like I know whenever I'm setting out back when it's not cold, like it is here in Kentucky and I'm able to like hear the birds and, you know, I live on a lake and see the, the trees change and I write, I'm grateful for um, the color of the trees, the smell of fall. Like all day long, I'm noticing more trees, more fall.
0: But your focus on expands.
1: Yes. And I think that's like the gratitude piece. Of course, like it warms God's heart when we're grateful and and the glory be to him, right? Like it warms Mm -hmm. his heart and he's an abundant God. And when our hearts are warm, our lives are more abundant. It is. It's mm-hmm. a mindset. And that's mm-hmm. the thing. When I said earlier, like the biggest transfer transformation has been in my mind, it's all about how we look at things. And mm-hmm. when we can look at things through a lens of gratitude, everything in our world shifts.
0: Mm-hmm. So true. And,
1: and it's contagious. You know, you get around <laughs> someone that's grateful. You, you know, you're like, wow, like, I love how they just, you know, thought that thought or reacted in that way. Like, I want to be that way too. I want to take that into my world. And then it's a domino effect.
0: Hmm. Yeah. You're, 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 you know, you've been speaking to how you've applied these principles, you know, inspiration from the 5am club and different things you're doing, your habit tracker, something like that. And you're going through a lot of personal transformation and change and growth yourself. Like in the last couple of years, I'm wondering if there's like, something that you could share with our listeners that what is something that you're especially focused on right now to be able to reflect more of the life that you want to live?
1: Uh, well, I think the, the big thing that I'm focused on right now is um, it, it it is, uh, hold on. I'm trying to think, Tim. Sorry. Let me look <laughs> at my habit tracker. Cause that might There help you go. Me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. So it's, it's space, um, for my faith. Okay. Mm. So I have, I have transformed. My faith has grown so much and I'm so grateful, but I've actually put things on my habit tracker and into my calendar on repeat That intentionally brings me closer to him throughout the week. Mm -hmm. So, you know, one of those things is adoration. So on Mondays at 9 a.m., I start my week at church with Jesus, Mm -hmm. Um, I have my holy hour, and then I've uh, challenged myself to an extra mass a week. Mm-hmm. Um, so my daughter, my middle child, she goes to uh, Catholic school. So they have mass there every week. And now it doesn't always work in my calendar, but I can be flexible with that. It doesn't always have to be Thursday at nine. You know, I mm-hmm. can go another day, but, mm-hmm. um, I'm just challenging myself to grow in my faith because I think that is the thing that drives everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if we just pray in the morning and pray before bed, and we're not taking God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit with us everywhere. Like I think, I think we miss out on opportunities to serve and grow.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for sharing that, and uh, thank you for your faithfulness and obedience, and just stepping into that and growing. Because my hunch is it's it's making an impact not only for you but everybody you interact with and for the kingdom. So, thank yeah. you for sharing it. So yeah. you've. You've got these experiences in life. You've been through this different changes you've had as an entrepreneur, different things that are going on for you personally. I'm wondering, like, is if you could boil down on one nugget, one idea, like maybe you, you'd share with an earlier version of yourself something you've learned or one of your daughters as they're growing older or, or some other woman business professional that you may have encountered, like, What's one nugget of wisdom that you would encourage others to go do to reflect more of the life that they want? Hmm.
1: I think a lot of it goes back to our thoughts, what we what we think of ourselves, what we claim to know about ourselves. Um, you know, I'm constantly trying to um, bring a, bring along the inner little girl in me hmm. She, um, she, she went through a lot, you know, breaking mm-hmm. the cycle is what I'm all about because of all the, the, the trauma and the hardship that I went through as a child. And
0: mm-hmm. what I
1: found is like the hurdles and walls that I run into as an adult, they all go back to that. Mm-hmm. They all go back to something that happened at a prior moment in our life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're, we're living through our wounds, You know, Mm -hmm. like we, we really are. And Robin Sharma also says to heal a wound, you have to feel a wound. Um, and I just, I think I would encourage, you know, anyone listening that, you know, when there's some resistance to really spend some time in it, you know, for Mm -hmm. me, I've just swept everything under the rug for so many years. And I look back and the times I was reacting or frustrated or just mean, (laughs) it was Mm -hmm. all because I was, I was hurting, you know, Mm. and, um, being able to know that our worth is not what happened to us before or what we have, you know, like the thing I, I write on my, I am statements every day is I am who he says I am. Mm. And the confidence that I have grown in myself over the last couple of years, it's incredible. I look back to when I thought I was confident and I'm like, wow, mm. she was projecting. <laughs> she wanted everybody to think that, but she was yeah, not that. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: And now I'm, I'm a very calmer version of myself, which it's been weird because I've had all these out of body, like, who are you? And, you know, like, it's just growth, you know, it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But I just think that we, we, my best advice is to get to know ourselves Mm. and remember whose we are.
0: Mm. Mm. Thank you.
1: Those two, those, those two things bring everything together.
0: That's powerful. I was going to share with you, I'm reading another book. I don't know if you've heard of it. That's similar to some of the concepts of the 5am club called win the day by uh, Mark Batterson, and he's a pastor in the Washington, D.C. area. But one of the quotes that's shareable from there is that everything in your past is preparation for something in your future. So one of the ideas that in coaching, we think about it, it's like, the pain that I've endured best equips me to help mm-hmm. other men that have experienced similar things. And I'm imagining now, because I know you're you're getting out and doing seminars and stuff for women and whatnot, that the things that you've lived through in life uniquely qualifies you to help other women that may have experienced something similar. So I'm wondering if if you can share a little bit about what you're doing now, like with your Project use seminars and how you're touching other women's lives and making an impact.
1: Yeah. Well, I am allowing myself to be really vulnerable Mm -hmm. (laughs) and be you know, a testimony. Right. And Mm -hmm. that's, it's been really hard because some of the things that I'm sharing, you know, I've been asked to, to come and speak at different conferences. Um, it's very personal. It's, it's things that hurt to talk about. Mm -hmm. Um, but what I'm finding is it's also very therapeutic to, to talk through it and, If just one woman comes up to me and says, wow, I had no idea that someone else had gone through something like this, or wow, you've inspired Mm -hmm. me to, to do like, it's all worth it. Right. Like I believe that our hardships are what connect us, Mm -hmm. you know, like I've kind of stopped talking about my accolades because it's like, I used to think that's what gave me credibility, Mm. but Now, like the, the credibility and the connection comes from what's, what's hard in my life that then I can show people how I've gotten through it. And maybe that helps them or, you know, like we learn from each other so much in that and we, we connect and we were created to connect. Mm -hmm. And so going and sharing my story is not, it's something that makes me just incredibly vulnerable. And it's, Mm -hmm. and it's hard, but I think that's what God wants me to do. Like, I remember whenever I was younger, my dad would, I would call him and I'd be upset and he'd say, God's shining you, God's shining you like a diamond. Mm -hmm. Every, every time you, you, you have something hard, Jen, he's shining you up that diamond he's shining. And I would always kind of get frustrated (laughs) because I didn't Mm -hmm. really, I'm like, this isn't helping me. But now I'm like, he was so right, you know, and you're, you what you said is so true because it's like our ha- our hardships do qualify us for the future and the things that mm-hmm. we're doing. And, um, you know, we're having a conference, a project you conference in January in Owensboro, Kentucky on January 7th. Um, and our speaker lineup is just incredible. Uh, you know, our, our keynote speakers coming in from Denver, Colorado and what I love about her. And what I, I aspire to be like is she, her messaging and her platform is all about come with me, mm. not look at me. Right. You know, and I'm like, that's, that's what we need. Right. Like I'm going to mess this up, <laughs> but let mm-hmm. me show you what I messed up. So maybe you don't, you don't have to have that, you know, in your way and you can learn from it. And I'm excited mm-hmm. to get her to Owensboro. It's going to be a really good time. <laughs> um and so I think these conferences they, they help us leave better by you know being able to hear other people sort real life things, you know?
0: Well Owensboro, Kentucky seems to be a center of uh for some powerful women that I know. No <laughs> you doubt. Mary Catherine, it's incredible. Bridget, uh <laughs> It, it's just like, ah, this there's something about, it. I used to spend some time in Newburgh, Indiana. I worked okay. for Alcoa in the aluminum industry. So Warwick operations, I'm sure you're familiar with. Yes. Uh, but um, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for you for spending some time today, just sharing your story and how this has come about. And I encourage, especially women to reach out and learn more about project U. And if they want to go to Owensboro, Kentucky and here, some of these incredible speakers get a chance to meet Jen and tap into what she's doing now with Project U and impacting lives. I encourage them to do that. And we'll make sure and share some of those things in the show notes when this episode comes. I'm wondering if there's anything that's just bubbling up for you right now that maybe you haven't talked about or you thought we might talk about that just you feel like uh, listeners should hear from you.
1: Yeah. I was just thinking, oh man, I didn't, I didn't talk about this and I think it's important. So I'm glad you said that. Okay. Like that's, okay. But I, I think it's about being a thermostat, mm. right? We talk about, you know, y- y- you know, uh, energize your thoughts towards what you intend to be. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the end of the day, it's like, um, be the energy, right? Be right. the energy that you you want to see that you, you know, you, that will change the world, you know? And mm-hmm. for me, it's, yep. it's so, it's so easy, like to walk in the room and like, there's no energy and you're like, dang, all right, mm-hmm. here's, here's, I'll just, ad- I'll just adapt, right? That's easy. Yeah. What takes courage is to walk into that same room and lift everyone up because you decided to show up in a different way. Yes. Yes. And that's what I empower myself to do every day. That's mm-hmm. what I empower my children. Um, you know, it's it's just, it, it, that's how we make the difference, right? Because it only takes mm-hmm. one of us showing up in a way that influences the whole room to influence the whole room. Absolutely. And we do that by creating boundaries, right? Like being the best version of ourselves requires discipline and it requires boundaries. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we have to all the time we have to be intentional about what we're allowing close to us. That's people, Mm -hmm. that's news, what we're reading, what we're listening to, what we're eating. Are we exercising? Are we outside? Like it's all the, are we praying? What are we Mm -hmm. allowing close to us to, to really penetrate our minds and our hearts because that's how we're
0: going to show up. Yeah. You're speaking to the C chapter, the reflect across to, to clarify your inner circle. So, Thank you for sharing. Yeah. You know, as you were talking about that um, idea of I, two things came out. Know, one is I call Maria Spears, you know, uh, a room changer, and she lives that way. And you know, it's like she has such a bright light that she, she walks into a room, you experience something about her. You don't necessarily know what it is at first until you get to know her, but it was like there's something there mm-hmm. that, ah, uh, You know, it's like then you get to know someone. It's like so you can be the influencer to change that room by the energy you bring. So I talk about in this idea of the mirror is that life is a mirror. Life doesn't bring us what we want. Life brings us who we are. So as you're continuing to strive to be the absolute best version of yourself, it's like rather than waiting for someone else to bring it to me, it's like, why don't I just go create it and make it happen and go back to that original quote that I first heard from you, the thing you want but can't find is the thing you are being called to create. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing for me just to hear a little bit of your story and watch you go. So I'm like cheering you on out here in social media. She's got something new going on. So it's, it's exciting for me just to see you stepping into that calling and stepping out with faith and courage and making an impact.
1: Thank you. It means a lot. You know, just sometimes we do things and we just we can't always see the impact. So we need people mm-hmm. like you, Tim, that are cheering us along, believing in what we're doing, and happy to see us
0: doing it. We <laughs>
1: need more people like that.
0: Absolutely. Well, I'm excited for you, and I'm excited for the impact that you're going to make. Not only in your own life, for you and Garrett and your family and your clients and people, you said, but more importantly just the impact you're going to have ultimately on other people's lives and the kingdom in total. So if people want to reach out to you, Jen, to connect with you, learn more about project you or your upcoming conference, what are some good ways to make connection with you?
1: Yeah. So Instagram is a great way. Um, my, my personal handle is Jen Keller three and, um, the Redbird Press Company is at Redbird Press, so you can see all the things of Project U there. Um, but also check out our website, RedbirdPress.net. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, excellent. Well, we'll make sure and include that in the show notes uh, when your episode comes out, so people can make those connections and uh, thank you and uh, learn more about Jen, learn more about Project U, learn more about how to attend the conference upcoming and. Owensboro. Well, Jen, it's been just an absolute delight to have you as a guest. I appreciate you taking the time to be here to be your fully present self. (laughs) And I just wish you and Garrett and your children and just just all the bounties and blessings in life as you go into this holiday season and you go into the new year. Thank you so much. All right. Well, I just encourage my guests always just to go out and reflect the life you want.